Hello, hello. It is that time of week again. Yes, yes, it is. It is the day that we do the Hello Storyteller podcast. And welcome, welcome to this week's episode. My name is Melissa. And as always, Meg is here with me. I was trying to think of something different to do, and I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. Okay, hey, <laughs> Dang it. I'll Next come year. up with something fresh next time. There we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, did I lose her? What happened? <laughs> I had a moment. <laughs> it happens. It does. It does. So, friends, today, you know what? It's a busy time of year. We all got a lot yeah. of stuff going on. So we're going to keep it short and sweet for you today. But we are going to talk to you about some of the things that we've been using this year when it comes to software and programs and equipment that have really helped us. And if those of you that are in business... This is the best time of year because you know what? It's time to purchase some things because guess what? It's a write-off. Yeah, buddy. We all yeah, need buddy. those write-offs. Does now, I'm sure it's, I hope for all of you right now, the scene from, from Schitt's Creek is playing in your head where David's talking about it being a write-off and his dad's like, do you even know what a write-off is? <laughs> I still so, need to get into that show. We'll, we'll talk about that. Have you not watched it? I think I've watched like the first half of the first episode. Oh, no. Okay. So I will just say this. Sh- short sidebar. While, right? The second season is far better. Oh, okay. It gets better as you go along. So if you can just sort of like, it's important to watch the first season because there's some foundational elements there, but it Obviously. gets better as it goes along. So I yes. don't have time to invest in the slow show. Oh my gosh. It's, it's not, the episodes are super fast. So that part's, that's not hard. Yeah, but this case. is how this is how it works. I have thirty spare minutes to like do anything I want, and I'm like, I could watch a TV show, and then I'm like, oh, I could do this and this and this and this, and then I sit and I do nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's very productive. So you. that's how it goes. It is. That is how it goes sometimes, for sure. So. For those of you that are in business or thinking about getting a business or starting a business or whatever the case might be, we have these fun little things, as all of us do, that have jobs called taxes. That's how I feel about it. However, you know, the less money you make, the less money you have to pay taxes on. And so one of the ways that you can help to sort of offset your gross total is by having deductions. And when you are running a business, things that you use for the business, like equipment or software or programs qualify as business expenses. So that is all the tax advice I'm going to give because I'm not a qualified tax professional in any capacity whatsoever. I just do what my accountant tells me to do. So with that in mind, we wanted to share with you some of the programs and software and equipment that Megan and I use uh, that has come in really handy. And I've, I've used a couple of new things this year and I wanted to wait I wanted to wait to really have a chance to use them before I, some of them, before I like shared them. And there's one in particular that if you are a, if you're a photographer and have clients in any capacity, but specifically if you have wedding clients or what, yeah, you're going to want to, you're going to want to pay attention. So I think we're just going to sort of go back and forth. So I'm going to talk to you about some things that I've probably talked about already in the podcast, um, at other points in times that we're just going to, we're going to compile them all together for you today. So all of the links for all of these items will be in the show notes. Please note that some of them do have affiliate links because that's just how they work. And you know what? Like now we do this podcast for free. (laughs) 
So if an affiliate link drops us a couple bucks, I think that's fine. <laughs> so just know that there might be a couple of affiliate links in there. So first things first, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about our CRM that we use. Now I use it for my personal business. We also use it for Hello Storyteller. It is called Sprout Studio. There's a variety of them out there. I happen to think that Sprout Studio is, is the best of the best. I have been with Sprout, gosh, I think the first year I used them was 2016. And they are a fairly new company and that they've only been around, I think, for six years. So I've been with them almost since the very beginning. I have yet to experience a company, a software company that provides so many updates and upgrades as quickly and as efficiently as Sprout does. So they are coming out with what they call Sprout version three on January 5th. And it's literally like a holiday. I'm so oh excited. Gosh, you're all giddy. I can hear the giddiness in your voice. <laughs> I can't this even begin to tell you. This is how much I love Sprout Studio, guys. <laughs> this is how much. Because here's the thing. I am... Uh, I like to have good, and Meg can tell you this, <laughs> Meg is big picture. I am in the details. So Meg's like, I want to do this. I say, that sounds great. And then I figure out how to do it. And so, yes, this is why, so we that work is well why that's why we work well together. Exactly. So having good process is so important to me because it, I'm okay investing time to set things up as long as it will run smoothly oh, yes. once I am done. And that is exactly what Sprout does. And it's all in one. So let me rattle off for you really quickly all of the things that Sprout does. And then let me tell you what they are implementing on January 5th, because I'm so excited. So I send out all of my booking proposals, all of my invoices. I do client galleries. I do album proofing. I do uh, beautiful emails. Like if you've ever used, oh, what, I can't remember what the other one's called. Like any of these like any of these email systems that send out these beautiful, like picture heavy emails, like they have that their own system in Sprout to do that. Questionnaires. I can do, gosh, all the things, uh, reports. I know exactly at a, at a, at a glance, what my, my, you know, financial situation is all of the things. And they are launching lab integration on January 5th, which is a game changer because that was like the one piece that they were missing in terms of like, like I can do, you know, I can sell products and I can do all that stuff and I do that. But right now I have to sort of self-fulfill. They're implementing lab integration in on January 5th. It's going to be live and I cannot even wait. Workflows, automation, like it's an all-in-one stop shop. I have been so incredibly happy with them. It has helped my business exponentially it has helped us streamline things or help a storyteller. So if you are on the hunt and looking for a CRM system to keep everything in place, because when I started my business, as most of us do, it was done in pieces. I was doing like setting out invoices through PayPal. I was sending out uh, contracts to like HelloSign. I was doing email through Gmail. I was doing, you know, booking through Calendly. Oh, booking. I can do that too. I do that as well. So I can book everything online through Sprout. So I was doing it in all these pieces and that was fine for the first you know, year or so of my business. And then my business sort of like expanded very quickly. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, there's everything's in a million places. I'm losing track of things. I don't want to do that. So to be able to have everything in one system, in one spot is a game changer. 
and everything connects to everything else. So I can set up automated workflows. So it'll send out emails for me to my clients. I don't even have to do it. I just tell the date. I'm like, here, send this email on this date. When this happens, do this. I did all of my booking for my clients from June on this year online. I just said, here, go to my website, find your date. It sends them right through. They click their date. They click their time. They send, fill out a questionnaire. They book, they pay, they do all of the things. I didn't have to do any of it. It was incredible. So there will be a link to Sprout in the show notes. You can do a, a free trial. I think it's a three week trial. I would highly recommend it. I will always and forever be on Team Sprout. So if you're looking for a CRM system, that is the one we would recommend. Okay, Meg, what do you have? We're going to go back and forth. So what's your, oh, what's what your first got? gadget? Well, this one's kind of sad because... <laughs> <laughs> the way to start out it, start it out, fun. Oh, I was very excited to experiment with this gadget, but... When I was filming the Christmas tree setup, Ella decided she wanted to move the stool it was set upon, and it fell oh, off no. the stool and broke. What was so, it? So it's my oh, crap. What's it called? <laughs> Is it a Vivo? It's okay. So it oh the thing that moves with you. Yes, it's a, it goes on your tripod. It's for your oh, cell no. phone, and it's supposed to track you as you're moving for video. So, like, you can film yourself doing tutorials or whatever you're doing, right? I could have really used this yesterday doing my uh, marshmallow Had you used it challenge. prior? Had you like, used it prior to it being broken? Not really. Like, for a hot second. Oh. So, because you, and there's an app that comes with it. So, it uses the Bluetooth and it will track you through, the, through their app and stuff like that. So, I had just started to play with it. So, this is why it's sad. Because I didn't oh, get to play sad. with it too much. And it was kind of expensive. So, yes, I have not dealt with replacing it. And I've tried to put, like, there's, like, a plastic piece that goes in between the part that, like, swivels. And so that piece, like, broke off. But I can't. I feel like maybe I could glue it. Maybe I could glue it back together. There you go. I am a fan of hot glue gun. No, let's see. Hot glue gun. Oh my gosh. Can you fix everything with hot glue? My mom fixed everything with hot glue. That's because moms are magic. (laughs) They really are. Hot glue and a little, little. Okay. So we're going to experiment today. Although I I was excited about this because I remember you telling me about this and I thought to myself, this would be really good because I do a lot of you know, behind, I try to do a lot of behind the scenes stuff and I try to do a lot of reels and whatnot. And I think, and like, even like I was thinking for those, like for our mentors and stuff who are recording video and whatnot for their courses, like that would be a really handy thing to have. Yes. This is why I bought it to experiment with. Sad so, face. well, before it was broken, we think it would work really well. So yes. <laughs> go ahead and check it out. We're going <laughs> to link why it. I purchased it. Yeah. So we're going to link it in the show notes, obviously. I think it could be really cool. I might have to get myself one because I think it could be a, a, a usable asset. So just in the vein of, of phone holders, I think I talked about this, some other podcast. I don't even remember what episode it was. I have gotten more <laughs> questions and comments on my cell phone holder for my camera, my DSLR this year than anything else I think I've done. So when I, I got a gimbal 
back in, I don't remember when it was, March or April, I think, because I was doing video for a branding session and I wanted to be able to stabilize my camera better. I have a love-hate relationship with this gimbal. I'm not <laughs> yes, about that. you do. <laughs> However, what came with the gimbal, which I thought was really cool, so it's a Ronin, uh, the, the gimbal's Ronin DJI, but it came with this, this um, little contraption that you put in the hot shoe of your DSLR and it holds your cell phone. I have used this thing at every single, definitely every single wedding I've shot and a good portion of my sessions. So as we know, part, part of the gig, right, is being present on social media. And it's really hard when you are a one person shop, especially because I yeah. shoot all of my sessions by myself and 99.9% .9 of my weddings, I shoot alone. So trying to get behind the scenes footage is next to impossible. In my mind, my brain's going a million miles an hour trying to remember all the things. So trying to remember on top of all that stuff to take my phone out of my pocket does not work. So the beauty of this is that it rotates so I can have my phone in like the vertical position, which is great for reels. And I can take video of my couple and whatnot or like of, you know, of the ceremony spot, the reception spot, details, whatever with it on my phone. I just hit I hit record and I just go about my business. <laughs> Sometimes if it is end up being like three, four minutes long, half of it staring at the ground, but like I have, you know, what I need. So it's great. It works in a variety of different ways. So it lets me get behind the scenes footage so I can make reels. It also gives me behind the scenes video because a lot of times my couples don't have videographers. And so what I've been able to do is put together a quick little video for them of like highlights of their day. So I typically always make sure I get you know, them walking down the aisle. I make sure I get their first kiss and being announced their entrance into the reception, like just a couple snippets of the day just to give them a little something. And so every one of my couples has been like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Thank you so much. We so appreciate it. And I literally didn't have to do anything else. It was just on my camera. And so, and I did the same thing for family sessions too. So if I wanted to just get some behind the scenes footage of a, of a regular session I was doing, I could, I could use that as well. And then twofold, bonus, it sort of works as a tripod. So if I'm out by myself, right, and let's say that I, I want to get some behind the scenes footage of myself, I always have two camera bodies on, bodies on me. So I can set up one camera, you know, sort of prop it someplace, use my other camera, shoot and get some behind the scenes of myself at the same time. So then so then I thought I lost it. I thought I left it at a session like on the beach somewhere. Couldn't find it for weeks and weeks. So I finally broke down and ordered a new one. And then, of course, what do you think happened? What? What, Mel? What happened? I found the original one. Of course you did. Shocker. <laughs> In a bag somewhere. So now I have two. But I will link it. So you can, you can buy it separately as well. But I will link it. It has been... Probably the thing that I've I've used the most in terms of equipment, like new equipment this year has been that phone holder. And especially in this day and age where video is like the leading thing in terms of content for social media, that has been huge for me. So if you're someone that sucks at getting behind the scenes because you can't, you don't have enough hands to hold everything, you should get this. All right. What do you got, Meg? <sighs> okay. Wow. It'd be nice if I could find. I'm very prepared for this, as you can tell. <laughs> oh my word! But, but I have this handy dandy Bluetooth clicker or remote. Oh yeah, uh, for my cell phone, where I can take self portraits, or I really want to start using it for some stop motion. That 
Mm. It's something that I've been wanting to try for years now. And I'm going to do it this coming year. 2022 It's going on the list. Stop motion. Okay. Stop motion. Yeah. I'll take a course. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) I don't think I had the patience for stop motion. (laughs) Uh, You know, that's something I'm going to have to work on. (laughs) But I think because I I want the completed image so bad that I might just go after it. And I like a challenge. So it's true. Challenge accepted. Thank you. Challenge accepted. Yep. (laughs) For sure. So um, I don't know if any of you guys will recall, but it was actually the uh, the cover image for the podcast uh, for actually a couple of years was this bird's eye view shot of me sitting at my desk with my podcast microphone, my handy dandy headphones and some cool books and stuff and whatnot. And it was just like a really cool shot. But in order to get that shot, <laughs> it was really complicated. So <laughs> did you like tape your phone to the ceiling? I completely taped my phone <laughs> to the ceiling. And the little cardboard like makeshift holder was taped to the ceiling until I moved out of that house. <laughs> so you should have utilized that more. That's funny. But that Bluetooth no. thing, I think, could be so helpful. Because like, you can set a timer on your cell phone. But I feel like that's... Yes. Then, but then you like run, like you can set it, like you can like hit and say three seconds or 10 seconds or whatever. But then I feel like it takes you a while, like you can't, you have to be able to get back in and then trying to get focused sometimes is hard. Oh, so yeah, the Bluetooth remote possible. would be a huge, a huge help for sure. Yeah. So it, it was really fun. And, you know, I mean, again, it's a process to do these type of shots. So I never yeah. did do another one. I wanted to do one like kind of as the seasons changed and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe I'll start doing that. For- okay, things are going on. This look, what's happening now, Mel? We're making a new bucket list for 2022. We, I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, me. You, sorry, you me. are. There is nothing on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Have you even shot any of Christmas yet? I did. I did. Okay. I shot. I well, yes. Have I edited them? <laughs> She's the, <laughs> is the question. She's taking it. I. No, yeah. Indian well, giving. so we, I did, I took, I took pictures of us getting our Christmas tree. I did not take pictures of us decorating our Christmas tree this year. Oh, it, you it, well, it was a bit of a hot mess. Cool. So, um, <laughs> was I the did, dog involved? Hey, <laughs> was no, there should have been though. Um, so I took a self portrait of all six of us, including the dog at a public place at a brewery. I think what? that counts. That's pretty yeah, awesome. It it's um, it's my, it's the latest picture on my feed. Oh that's yeah, is that the one that I saw? <laughs> yeah, with Skipper in it. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just had to make Meg laugh because she laughs every time I see my dog's name. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> so I don't know why. Yes. So I have two other shots on my in my like holiday bucket list shot. So I will do a shot of us making holiday cookies that's coming up next weekend. And then I will get my like Norman Rockwell-esque shot of my kids around the Christmas tree. I'll probably do that maybe maybe next week sometime once all of their holiday pajamas are clean again. So <laughs> and that's <laughs> going to be pretty much I all I have. That. Ooh, crap. I need to Laundry. make a list. I know. Okay. We are running out of time. What day is it? The ninth? Only the ninth. Eighth. I feel like no, I've shot ninth. quite a bit though since the, yeah. the holiday season has begun. Kind of proud of myself because I'm making all these challenges. That's <laughs> that I know that's what here. you have to do sometimes, right? That's what I have to all do. Right, always. So, if there's no challenge, I sit and do nothing. Yeah. What what am I putting on the list? <laughs> mom. Holiday mom pajamas? Break. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Christmas holiday jammies. pajamas. I already bought them, so at least I'm ahead of the game. Oh, there you go. I yeah, got, yeah these are from last year. So bag. I wanted us to have matching pajamas for years, and last year I was like, we're gonna do it. <laughs> It's a pandemic. We're not seeing anybody else. I'm going to get the matching pajamas. And it's so funny because like the boys love them. I got them at Target. They're super for the boys, like for the kids, they're super soft and comfortable. The grown up ones feel like paper towels. So I don't even wear mine. Ew. But no, the, the kid ones are like soft and like fuzzy and warm. They wear them all. And they're like so cute because they're little like pants with like a collared shirt, like button down, like <laughs> those kind of pajamas. And they look so cute in them. So no, I have to like pry them out of their hands. So I can wash them and take a picture in front of the tree. So but next week, that's my goal. So okay. we'll see. We'll see if we get I there. Oh, oh, I have all the, okay. We'll do the my list later. <laughs> okay. We're off air. <laughs> yes. So let I'm me talk excited. to you. I talked to you at the top talk of the episode me, about, about this program that I've been using that has been, it's been really a game changer. And I, I say game changer a lot about things, but this in particular has been a friggin' lifesaver. So it is a program called Aftershoot. And I just, this is like a recent thing I found out. I want to, I want to think, when did I start using it? Maybe the fall, like October or something. Actually, let me go back and see what my first album was on this. So what Aftershoot is, is August. So August 5th was my first that correct yeah august 5th was the first so i got this in august and what it does is it culls through your photos so for someone like me who is a chronic overshooter and who shoots a lot and has a large volume of pictures i got to the point where culling was like stab me in the eyeball i don't <laughs> I hate going i don't want to look through all these pictures i don't have the time to do this like this is it was just one of those things where i was dreading it the editing part i don't mind the culling part just became very tedious and very like mm, i don't want to do it and so but when you're shooting you know six days a week like you have to you have to be staying on top of things and calling. And so I heard about this in one of the one of the photography business groups that I'm in. And there was like mixed reviews about it. But I was like, you know what? I mean, what's the worst? I'll give it a shot. I will say that the first couple of times I used it, I was like, I don't know that this is helpful. Or I feel like there's it's not as helpful as I thought it was going to be. But then I had to remember that this is a computer program, not a person. So what you do basically is you upload your photos into it. And there's all these parameters that you can set about like how you want the, the program to look at your pictures. Like, so it'll pull out, you know, it'll, it'll, and it stars things and it color codes things. So like if you have a bunch of duplicates, like when I'm shooting weddings, I have a ton of duplicates because I'm taking multiple shots to make sure everyone's eyes are open and that sort of thing. If, so it flags something, if it's blurry, it flags something, it, you know, puts duplicates into like a grouping. What else does it do? Uh, like it picks out, you know, like, the best pictures. So what it does is it goes through like, so let's say I have a wedding of 4,000 images. It goes through every single one of the images and it flags it or it color codes it in some capacity based on the parameters that I have told it to look for. And basically I use like the strongest calling possible. <laughs> I was like, I want you to <laughs> narrow this down as much as humanly possible. Hmm. So I go from 4,000 pictures. And the thing is I can just, I upload it. 
I hit a button and then I can go on to something else. So it does it in the background. So the amount of time that I would spend, you know, whatever, the hour or more than an hour, like if I'm going through a wedding of calling, I can be working on something else and it just runs in the background. So it takes my 4,000 images and it typically pairs them down to something like 1,200, which is pretty good. Then for my, my process, what I found works best is then I export them from Aftershoot and I pull them into Photo Mechanic. And very quickly in Photo Mechanic, in like 10 minutes, I can cull from 1,200 down to like my typical, you know, between six and 800 for a wedding. It has given me, it's telling me right now, it's helped me get 23 days and 22 hours of my life back. Like, that's a lot of days and hours, friend. Yeah, is a lot because like, um, so I, it has called since August, ready? Are you ready for this? Since August, it has called 121,000 pictures. Oh, oh, vomit. (laughs) And has, has taken 121,000 pictures down to 38,000. Okay, so friends, this is what we have learned. Mel, stop overshooting. That's not going to happen. So <laughs> because it's not going to happen, Even I've been I've using this. myself, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. And yeah, my no, my I've tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> but even if even if you are somebody that all the moments. All the moments. <laughs> but even if you are somebody that's slightly more self-controlled than I am with your shutter button. It's still, it's one of those things that removes it from your, like takes control of it and removes it from your process. Now it's not perfect. Obviously I go back through photo mechanic and when I pull them into photo mechanic and I can see, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it lets one go through where someone's eyes are closed and I can very easily just go in and pick the one that's next to it or whatever. And then I always go back and make sure like, you know, I want to make sure it's not pulling out something that like artistically I would keep, but maybe the program has things, oh, it's too blurry or whatever the case is. But the other piece that I'll be honest with you, the thing that has helped me is I've never been a fast caller. It's just never, it's not in my wheelhouse. And so I found that it has helped me relinquish some of that like control of having to look like I would sit there for like five minutes talking back and forth between two pictures like that are virtually exactly the same. (laughs) That's the worst. I did that so this morning. Like, this one, this one. Oh, this one's right. slightly more centered. This one. Oh, wait. This one's slightly better. Oh, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Can we not 110%. do this anymore, please? Right. What's this program so, called again? <laughs> it's called Aftershoot, and it's amazing. I need so, you to Aftershoot. Yes, you do. So the fir- I will say, the first, like, five or six times I used it, I was like, but, 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 but what if, <laughs> what if it didn't? And I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'm delivering, I'm delivering galleries to my family clients that are over hundred pictures. I promised them 40. I'm delivering galleries to my wedding clients that have 700, 800 pictures in them. Like it's fine. What are you doing? So it's fine. So I, I have found it to be incredibly helpful and it becomes more intuitive the more that you use it. So I feel like at this point now it's, it's pretty good. There's only like, I called several sessions this morning I had to go back in and look for like two two other images because I noticed that somebody's eyes were like closed or half closed. And that was it of the whatever hundred and something images that it called it down to. So yeah, I strongly recommend I but I wanted to use it for a while first to really see, but now it is it is like a permanent part of my post session process. And so the one thing I will find that it does not work well with is headshots. <laughs> 
that's the only thing that I, I did try because I had some sort of like high volume headshot things that I did this fall and it was not good for that, which makes sense because all the pictures are so similar. It's like, you know, it's, it was hard to differentiate, I think, for the program to be like, well, which one of these do you want? Like, they're all very much the same. So, like, I don't use it for headshots, but everything else it works wonderfully with. So highly, highly, highly recommend. What about you, Meg? You got anything else? Oh, I got right now. Okay. <laughs> Just I, have, two. I have one more. No, no, there's another one. What about your ring light? Oh, yeah. I like that thing. <laughs> My ring light. I like it. It's funny because I got it last year for Christmas and I just finally started using it. Yay! Go Wait, me. you got it last year? Um, yes. Woman. Don't yell at me. I, I, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting back into the swing of doing stuff. Yeah. And uh, I just got that new 85, Sony 85 1.4. Yeah. So uh, I've been playing with that. I'm like refused to take it off my camera body because it's mm -hmm. so dreamy and sharp and bokeh-licious. Anyway. Bokeh-licious. So, so <laughs> daydreaming about my is lens. my lens too bokeh-licious for you, baby? Yes, it is. <laughs> anyway, I had to take it off for my snowman shot yesterday, but it's going to go back on immediately. Immediately. Yes. Yeah, so I've been using the ring light to uh, illuminate some of my shadows in these dark-esque times of Christmas right? lights. <laughs> right. So it's been very helpful in that. And I like this ring light because you can change the the tone or warmth of the light so it can be mm. a warm light or it can be a cool light or it can be somewhere in the middle i like middle sometimes nice. depends mm -hmm. what i'm doing but uh yeah so that has been really fun to play with so i used it in particular in my night uh christmas tree shot with ella on the ground looking at her rainbow snow globe how i found nice. a rainbow snow globe this year i have no idea but i was very excited about it i have so. no i'm not surprised by that at all <laughs> Duh. Of course you would find a rainbow of snow globe. Last year was a snowman with a palm tree. Very appropriate. And this year, rainbow. What else did I use it in recently? Oh, I used it to film my snowman uh, assembly video, which is currently in my stories, but you won't see that because it'll be over. <laughs> but maybe I'll repost it. <laughs> I'll put in my highlights. There we go. I'll put, there you I, go. I, need, I need like a crafty DIY highlight, so I'll, I'll stick it in there. There you go. There you go. Anyway, so it, that was actually fun to use because I, instead of just using the light, I actually used the light and to hold my phone as I was filming my uh, little snowman assembly tutorial. So that was really fun to do. And I liked it because you can bend it all the way. So it's like a, you know, like bird's eye view over the top filming what you're doing if you're like working at a table or a desk or something like mm. that so that was fun one gadget or new equipment that i plan on getting is the uh new iphone 13 is it now i don't even know what number so we're on i have heard not great things about the iphone 13 camera really because i've heard good things so i'm gonna have to do some research now so there's one person in particular that I follow on Instagram, actually, um, Strawberry Revolution, you know her. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was just her phone. I don't know. But she was saying how, like, it kept trying to refocus all the time. So it didn't matter if she was taking a picture or a video. 
anytime she was trying to do either one of those, like it would not maintain focus. So hmm. I would just do some, I would do some reviews, like check yeah. out some reviews and, and see for sure. But that's exciting. It's time. It paid off my other one. So it's like, ah, oh, every new one. <laughs> right off, is, right? I need that right well. off. Might as see? well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let me talk about one last thing right, that last I know I've also talked list. about before, but so this is the other thing that I've gotten a lot of guys in particular, which is so funny. Always comment on this when I'm shooting at weddings, weddings, groomsmen in particular. So because I shoot with two cameras, I needed to have last was it last year. I think it was last year. I got it. I invested in a new dual camera holder and none of the dual camera holders that I had seen made me excited in any capacity because they're all over the shoulder. So all the weights on your shoulder and your back and the cameras are just swinging freely. Like that the design to me seems absolutely asinine. I don't understand whatsoever. Like Like, these like, what are they gonna hold fast? Is that what they're called? Like, why do I want my thousand dollar cameras swinging freely next to me? Not at all. No. Listen, sometimes I have to walk fast. Sometimes I have to run. (laughs) Like if I'm leaning over to like, fix of flower girl's hair it's gonna smack her in the face none of that seemed like (laughs) that's gonna leave a bruise none of that seemed like anything i wanted plus i have a pre-existing back issue and i needed to get the weight off of my back off of my shoulders off of my neck so i started doing some research and i researched for a long time and then i found this company called cotton carrier and i was immediately intrigued now if you go to their website you might be put off a tiny bit because it looks like it's a site that's geared toward like hunters because a lot of their stuff comes in camo, <laughs> but it's not. It's also, it's geared to like wildlife photographers, I think more so than like wedding photographers. But immediately I was like, Ooh, I'm intrigued. So what I love about this system, first of all, it's a hip, it's a hip system. So it's like a belt Hips around the hips is adjustable. So like I can wear it like lower on my hips. I can wear it like higher on my waist. It's like an adjustable belt. It has two, I can hold both my cameras. What I like about it is that, so there's this little like disc that you screw into the bottom of your camera. And if you are holding your camera body, like you're going to take a picture, right? Hold it at your hip. You turn it vertically. You slide it into this holder and then it turns back horizontally and you cannot get it out unless you turn it back vertically and pull it up. So it is locked into my hip but it is super easy to get it in and out but it's super super secure and all i have to do is just rotate the camera and slide it in to slide it out and it locks into place i have run with this thing both of my cameras two lenses on my body i have run with this thing on me it has like a like a shoulder harness like safety strap but there's no weight on the strap whatsoever it's just there in case i like miss my hip and then the camera doesn't fall to the ground So I have two cameras on me at all times. And then I have this little like this little like bucket thing, basically, that like Velcros to the belt as well, which I typically have behind me. So I can either keep an extra lens in there. I can throw like cell phones in there, you know, because, of course, groomsmen always have a million things in their pockets. I'm like, gentlemen, where are you going? Where are you going tonight that you need all of these things in your pockets? I don't give them all to me so I can put them. I can put whatever, like snacks, whatever I need (laughs) there. So, um, and the beauty of it all, have you ever looked at how expensive 
these other holsters are because they're in like the 200 to 500 dollar range this one the whole kit and caboodle it's <laughs> like under 150 dollars yep Ooh. so and it's funny because it looks like it looks like like a superhero belt kind of um, <laughs> and so the guys are always like oh yeah, nice hold- save that day Pretty much. And the guys are like, oh, nice, <laughs> nice holsters. I'm like, I know. <laughs> um, so I will link it. I, I will say that the website's not the most intuitive. It took me, <laughs> took me a little while to like figure out what I needed, but I will link specifically what I have so that you can see it. Um, and I know like I've been like slowly transitioning other photographers <laughs> to it. Yeah. And they, as soon as they get it, they're like, this is amazing. I'm like, I know. Because I think especially as women, like, you know, we have we're shaped differently than men. And so to be able to carry everything like on on my hips, I can shoot a 10 hour wedding and my back does not hurt at all. And I am carrying two cameras, two camera bodies, like stuff in that little pouch. I have my backpack, like all the things and not one iota of back pain. So nice. I will highly recommend. So I'll link that as well. But. You know. It's that time of year, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, where it's good to, if, you know, if you're trying to bring down your gross revenue a little bit and you need some new equipment, it's it's a good time to, to get those purchases in before the end of the year, before the end of the tax season, and also to invest in good quality equipment, good quality programs. Like, Megan, I would not be recommending anything to you that we didn't love and have not, you know, we've used consistently and we've had really good results with it. So you can you can trust Get in what we're recommending Vivo. to you. Getting a new one. <laughs> a new Vivo, yeah. So you can trust that we have tried these products, we've tried these programs, we've tried the software, and we are thoroughly, thoroughly happy with it. So just know that. We would not lead you astray. So that was just, we thought that it might be a quick little, quick, easy thing to do because, you know, you want to make sure you get those, those uh, orders in before the end of the year. Hot tip as well. If you are like me, and a world crest Olympic level procrastinator, and you wait to like order things on Amazon until like just before New Year's Eve, not a good plan because <laughs> why you why, don't friend? get char- because you don't get char- your credit card doesn't get charged until they ship. So oh. if you order, you know, at like 11 p.m., say hypothetically speaking, if you order at like 11 o'clock on New Year's Eve, those purchases won't actually be in this year. So maybe just put a little date on your calendar to, to to set to get those purchases in you know probably within the, the next week especially because of shipping delays right now so just you know just a little message from one friend to another about the best way to help your tax situation don't wait <laughs> until new year's eve unless you're in store <laughs> as my accountant told me last this this year he was like well <laughs> guess what dang it so that's just my little tidbit of advice to you so listen it's a good it's a good day it's a new week and we're excited that you're here with us as always make sure you subscribe we put out new episodes every single tuesday wednesday what did we put about tuesday i don't know wednesdays no wednesdays wednesdays (laughs) every single wednesday and and we're just really glad that you're you're here with us and as always make sure that you subscribe and that you follow and hey leave us a review a comment you know let us know let us know what you'd like to what you'd like to hear we will probably be taking a tiny little break between christmas and new year's because we'll be spending time with our families but then we'll be back at it for the beginning of the year and we'll have an episode next week 
Yes. The next, the next two, It'll be a maybe. wrap up of crazy, crazy 2021. Yeah, right? Hello. Crazy. All right. Well, stay safe and uh, we'll talk with you guys soon. Thanks, everybody. Be old and pointed boy. Bye. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, gotta go. <laughs>